Uh, yeah, I used to do that too, to be honest. Um, not not stroke my cock as well, but I no, I, I used to go on Omegle a lot. Um, I used to go on the chat and then search keyword sex. Oh, nice, nice. I would I would, I would just look. Yeah, I would look up sex and and like like boobs, uh, BBW, um, yeah, just like anything where I thought anything that would like get me in the neighborhood uh of like yeah like sexy kind of like cyber stuff i don't know because i yeah i most i most likely jerked off a couple times to like 45 year old men being like and now i'm gonna touch my pussy (laughs) (laughs) via text right right because when you're a kid because that's the thing that it's really it, it that'll do you know yeah i mean well it doesn't matter <laughs> it's like if you it, it it's fine if you believe it it's yeah. uh it's like it's oh, like religion like is it going it's, to right it's not gonna ruin my life it's not gonna ruin my life if i find out that you know i mean i'm not gonna find out but but it's like yeah in the back of your mind you know it it's probably some really gross looking like Possibly overweight, hairy guy. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. I mean, you know, honestly, we both had a good time. He had a good time tricking me. I had a good time believing the trick. Yeah, everyone. You know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me once, uh, fool me twice, shame on on me. So (laughs) the amount of times I got, you know, fooled. So, So you're... So your lady did that as well. Yeah, she would go on with her friends in high school, and go. Oh, okay, on she would do it with her and friends. Just, like, okay. And, yeah, like do a random chat and stuff like that. Okay, that's that's a little different. That that's more for entertainment. <laughs> I, yeah, I, no, I was looking for I was looking for sex. Yeah, I needed to I get my. I was just nut. doing it to meet people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that dog having a hernia behind you? What is going on with that dog? He's just like I don't know. He's been like he was licking his chops earlier a bunch. And uh, I think he might have like an upset stomach or something, or maybe Same. may just be nervous. Yeah, I can relate. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what his deal is. He was being quiet until I started talking. I think he needs attention. I get that. Same as yep. well. Yep. This dog is very much like a person, and uh, he just bre- he breeds really heavy. I don't know what it is. Maybe heavy smoker. Uh, yeah, he should probably yeah. cut back. Yeah. Um, that the pipe, he he's smoking the cigarettes. He's smoking the pipe. He's smoking hookah, and it's. Do you like, mean by the pipe? Do you mean he's smoking crack? Is that uh, what yeah, he's hit. He's hitting the crack he's pipe the really pipe. hard. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's hitting the glass dick. Glass. That's not what people that use crack talk call that. That's that, not. The, that is a hundred percent. That is a hundred percent. Hold on, I got the glass dick. That is not what people that are I think, doing crack say. I don't think people who do crack call it that. I think it's people who don't do crack who like look down on people who do crack. I don't look down on anyone for doing crack. Uh, no. I think anyone who does crack is kind of brave, to be quite honest. Yeah, you know, they're kind of the. They're either brave. Because it's the first time they've ever done it, uh, or they're just stuck in a horrific cycle, uh, and they should be pitied. Or not pitied? 
Should you pity someone who's addicted to like hardcore drugs? That really Yeah, I do. That Every bad? Day. Okay, yeah, that seems seems like I that mean because be I think I mean addiction is uh, you know I, it goes I think not pitying them is like saying that addiction is a choice. You know, sure, sure. Like, well, they could dig themselves out of that hole if they wanted to, and it's like, yeah, no, they can't. That's just not how that works. Some people that do can, but that's like literally how their brain chemistry works. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, is that like uh if you think addiction is a choice, would you also would you probably then be likely to believe more more likely to believe in destiny? I don't know. Like do you think maybe? that do you think people who believe addiction is a choice, maybe they think you have more control over your life than you actually do? Yeah, I know, I think they do. I mean, I think that's sort of like one of those things where it's like uh people it's like uh it's like believing in free will when i mean in free will is fine but if you think that like materialist capitalist culture doesn't control 90 percent of you you're totally wrong right like you, you don't like have you, any of your own thoughts like I mean, you're born you know, in a certain place and like you know there's certain environmental factors and that yeah. you're in that that you can observe the environmental factors and go like oh these are good and these are bad and i'm not going to do the bad ones instead of just like no you're just going to like fall into like the pits that are lined up for you to fall into yeah i mean and people who uh you know i mean people's lives are mediated by advertising right mediated by advertising and also the direct social conditions they're around and even right, people that like, like even the dumbasses who go oh well you know i'm not i don't follow the crowd or whatever they're still they're still part of that advertising market, just a different niche, just a different like sub demographic. Exactly, of like, that counter, same like counterculture is is still a culture. It's yeah. just like a an answer to some other. And then fuck, so much commotion going on in this building. This building's even louder than my building, and the walls are just as thin. Sounds like New York, baby. Hey, it's Brooklyn. Hey, I'm in Brooklyn. Oh my God, it's Brooklyn. I was in 9/11. I swear to God, I was in the building. I was in Brook. I wasn't in Brooklyn during 9/11. I was in Manhattan, but I am from Brooklyn. I was in Manhattan because that's scarier. To that's be scarier. During 9/11, I was wherever was the worst place to be. <laughs> Man, speaking of big cities, I went to San Francisco. Yeah, last yeah, Saturday. I saw you had a little. Uh, had yourself a little trip down to San Fran. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Uh, so here's a fun thing. I was like, I was like, why are there so few people here? Because I, you know, I always thought you hear about the big metropolises in your life. You know, I grew up. We both grew up small town. Yeah. Um, and I always think, oh, what are the big metropolises? What are the big places that I have to visit? Uh, what are the what are the places I have to visit? And I'm like, well, New York, San Francisco, Atlanta. Chicago, you know? So I get to San Francisco and there's just no people there. Like, it's like, not, it, it like feels around, empty. On the sidewalk or in cars or just anywhere? Sidewalk, cars, there's almost no traffic. There's nothing like crazy. And I look it up. You know how many people New York City has? Um, I think between like Brooklyn, Queens, and Manhattan, it's like. 18 million something like that eight and a half million that's how many people live in all five boroughs in all five boroughs 
Yeah, eight and a half million. Wow, I did not know that. I thought it was more. Eight hundred thousand okay. live in San Francisco. Oh, really? Yeah, so like Damn. a tenth of the population. Yeah. So I was walking around and I was like, where are the people? Wow. Where, where is everybody? And right, because like, you're expecting empty. like yeah. the same kind of uh, like, like Chattanooga. As... Hold on. Like, let's see. Chattanooga population. Chattanooga has 180,000. So it's just like three okay. Chattanoogas on top of each other. Yeah. Right. But it was weird because I was walking around and I was like, like literally, where is everybody? And they're all probably like. They're all probably like eight times as rich as. Oh no, eight is a lowballing that number. It's like twelve or thirteen. Well, isn't that yeah? That's like the most expensive place to live yeah, in America. Yeah, I right? walked into, I walked into a neighborhood to go get uh, go to a bookstore, and we were walking through, and I was looking at these homes, and I was like, oh yeah, these are okay. I saw a couple for sale signs, and uh, when I got home that night, I looked up, and I was like, I mean, these are okay, but it's not like primo you know it's just a neighborhood it's like it's the richmond district so yeah. i mean it's like you know we're whatever four million dollars jesus yeah i think one no 2.5 for a one bedroom just for like a regular ass house just a regular ass house yeah just a regular ass house the rent a one bedroom in in san francisco in that neighborhood was 1900 dollars. 425 square feet for a one for bedroom, bucks. yeah, one bedroom. Okay, which is that's similar to New York, honestly. I mean, I've looked on Zillow in New York. I mean, and if you go to Queens, you can get a one bedroom for like fifteen, fourteen. Studio for like that level too. That is less. I guess I'm having a hard time. Like, maybe I've just been so like my idea of what a of what an appropriate amount of rent should be is just completely fucked at this yeah i mean for context i pay 11.50 in reno right for a one bedroom mm. so if i add 400 dollars on top of that in new york city it's not gonna hurt me right right but if i add almost another thousand dollars for less space in san francisco that's just crazy i mean that's just that's i guess i'm up. And I guess I'm thinking of it like that I'm in like the in between that that I'm going like oh I'm in New York so if I add another well I mean that that's more than my rent uh but but I'm like if I add more to my rent then that doesn't seem like that much but uh but then I I guess I'm living in like the second or third most expensive place in in the country so maybe that yeah should've... exactly well and you're also living in Brooklyn you're not living in like like the you're not East like Village in like or Jamaica Queens or the something. Upper West. Yeah, oh, not... oh, you mean like a like a cheaper place? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean you're living in like the in between, and I feel like in New York neighborhoods. Yeah, Bushwick is it's cheaper, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the in between. Yeah, but still, I mean, just comparing like just Zillow prices, it's like New York number one is way cheaper, but also just like. It's so weird. It, it's like, so I walked, so we were walking. We went to the SF MoMA, which I'm not going to get into how I feel about the SF MoMA, but other than that, to say that, like, uh, that is probably, it's not the worst art museum I've ever been to, uh -huh. but it is by no means the best art museum I've ever been to. And the fact that the curation of the SF MoMA was poorer than 
curation of a museum in Dallas is really sad. So what do you uh, mean by the the curation? So, okay. Like the, so, the selections? Well, the selections, number one, the placement of them in the gallery, uh, the... Uh, what's the word for this? Like the... Mm, like putting the spotlight on more marginalized artists and voices, et cetera, that kind mm, of thing. Yeah. So the SF MoMA has seven floors. It's a huge museum. It's gigantic. Um, it's probably two of the New York MoMAs like put together. Damn. It's gigantic. But they had, number one, they blocked it up super weird. So they did like second floor, which is like your main drag. It's the first thing you see when you walk in. Uh, they put all these new painters and which weren't very good. All of them were pretty bad. Like a lot of just ripoffs of other eras of art mm. and uh, just like pretty, pretty like, okay, but just not museum worthy in any, in any state, especially not the fucking SF MoMA, which right. is supposed to be one of the country's best art museums. Um, so that was weird. And then, like, the third and fourth floor, they broke up super weird, and it didn't make any sense. And then they did this really thing, which pissed me off, was they devoted a very small room to Black and POC artists um, who have, like, a certain, you know, experience that they're trying to convey. But they did it in the most token, like, the most token way possible, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, just in a way that didn't, like... First of all, it felt very forced. It felt very awkward. Um, it didn't like, it didn't make sense. It wasn't like, like they purposely curated works of, uh, by black people that only were talking about the specific black political issues that are going on today. So they could seem like Instagram worthy or like relevant, you know, hashtag relevant. Sure. Rather everyone, than like- Everyone going to the museum <laughs> who went to a protest last year can take a picture right. and like hashtag it BLM. Well, and, and it's like, uh, yeah, so they had all that work in there, and it's like, okay, great, but you had one room of this work, and it wasn't very good work, and you didn't present black artists in a way other than this way, which was just super uncomfortable, right? Very awkward. Yeah, it seems a little... For, I mean, for such a liberal, quote-unquote, progressive yeah, like institution... I mean, yeah, tokenized, that's probably the perfect perfect word for that, right? Yeah, exactly. Just, like, I mean, you, use, like, black and POC artists like for your agenda like woke yeah. uh woke corporatism yeah well and i'm gonna say this is uh san francisco is perfect for being uh they are queer affirming uh trans inclusive yeah san francisco is one of like the the but you have epicenters to make of gayness right you have to make over one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year though or they don't right they don't act like you exist that's because, affirmative action right well give, give they, the gays all the money Exactly. But not the poor gays, just the rich gays. Um, the gays that were went, born into rich families right. who were marginalized for their gayness, but not for their class. Right, exactly. And it was just like, I don't know, it was a weird, it was weird, like, liberal hell is what it was. It sure. was just like, yeah. I mean, and not in like, I mean, I don't live in New York City, but the, the two times I've been there, uh, like the inclusion of different classes and different people into one large area mm. in, in like, like an amphitheater of different demographics and ethnicities and religions and 
you know, genders, et cetera, is all kind of homogenized in a way like where everyone has to deal with each other. And that might just be because there's 8 million fucking people that live there. Right. But like we walked through this park and like, oh man, you know, in your head, you're thinking, oh my God, it's so cool. Like there's like a, there's a queer uh, like drum circle over in one end of the park. Everyone's smoking marijuana. Everyone's having a great time. Marijuana. Black Lives Matter stickers on every single car. There's Black Lives Matter stickers on every single window. Do you know how many like people of color I saw? How many? In San Francisco? Two. Wow. And they were going to Oakland where they live. Right. Not going into the city where they don't live because they've been forced out. So it's like, I don't know. It was so, it was demoralizing, honestly. Yeah. Because it's just like, you hear about this place and you're like, oh my God, this is supposed to be a beacon of like progressivism. And it is, but again, it's only for people who make $150,000 or above. Sure. You're not allowed, because you walk, you walk into a, there's a, there's a homeless encampment that's been sanctioned by the city that's a parking lot with tents. And then right across the street, there's literally a million different tech people that work at Apple and, you know, Juul and all these different large tech companies. Right. Sitting in, in these, you know, great, having a great time and all this stuff. And it's like, The juxtaposition you... is always like... It's so harsh the, and it's the awful. Most, like the bleakest humor you could ever imagine. Yeah, it's it literally is like it's it's horrible. It makes yeah. you want to burn down the entire city because it's just like, why is this happening? We had, um, I I guess it was yesterday <laughs> they had the Puerto Rican parade. I don't know if it was. We have Puerto Rican Pride Day, and I don't know if that's what yesterday was, but there was a parade for like uh, Puerto Rican people, I guess, because it's a Puerto Rican neighborhood, and uh, and just like. So there was that going on and like all this, uh, all these festivities and like um, lots of like Puerto Rican families in the streets and like grilling and lots of honking and music. And then and um, and so I'm out for a walk and then I just see like a bunch of white kids in front of like gathered around the outside of a coffee shop and they're they're all like in they're early 30s and they're like taking turns doing skateboard tricks for each other and then going like woo and like clapping and and like getting excited and i'm like what are you guys doing why are you doing this in front of a coffee shop it was the weirdest thing i had ever seen a group of like grown-ass adults do in my life <laughs> It's really funny. And then like some and, and then like there was another group of like there was another group of thirty somethings probably out drinking, like not with them, who were crossing the street. And as soon as like the group of skateboard people started cheering, this other random unassociated group of people looked over and also started cheering. And I'm like, don't encourage them. What the fuck? That's so funny. I, it was so like, just so. It 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 was bizarre seeing seeing like a. Because I don't know, it, so, someone else might have like seen that and gone gone like, oh, this is this is so wholesome, like just some people doing like the thing that makes them happy. And I'm like, no, get a job, go go do something like productive, like don't do the. 
don't do this in public. You know, this is embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just a factor of living in the neighborhood that you live in. Yeah, it's like it's like a group of adults going to play laser tag. You know, just I'm like going to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, which right. I mean, you know. Like, just, you, you have to know this is like an embarrassment to yourself. You know, like you can do it. Know. Like, go you ahead. You want to go to Dave and Buster's? We could go to Dave and Buster's. Uh, you and me. Yeah, yeah, we can go to Dave and Buster's. I feel, I feel like. There's maybe, not one in chat. Maybe this is just me like moving the goalposts because now it's me that I'm talking about. But I feel like two people going to Dave and Buster's isn't that bad. But like a group of adults, like going, we're all going to Dave and Buster's. All six, seven, eight of us are going to Dave and Buster's to play the game where you punch the bag as hard as you can back up into the top of the machine. Yeah. I mean that sounds fun, right? Um I mean I don't I don't like that game very much. Uh what I What about like what I'll about play like Time uh, Crisis? I like Time Crisis. Sure, or like uh Jurassic Park, that one they always see, they always had in the CCs. You know, they always had CCs like a Jurassic Park game where you shot yeah, what, dinosaurs. I, that was like the CCs game was Jurassic Park. Man, I miss CCs so much. You ever think about that? I kinda do as well. Um, we could go to CC's. We're both going your... to be in Chattanooga at the same time. We could go to CC's. Oh, that would be great. Oh, man. I don't know if I want to eat that much pizza in front of you. No, no, you don't have to eat that much. If we split it, or you eat we a used lot. to no. split a pizza, and it's like, all right, this is like a ration portion that I can eat. But if I go no, to CC's, no, no, we got to go to CC's. You got to go ham. I <laughs> get like it's either that or we go to Golden Corral in Fort Oval. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, we got to go back to the. Yeah, we got to pour one out in the in the new Golden in the Corral. Golden Corral Fort Oval. <laughs> Do you remember Honestly, how that? Do you remember how that became like Fort Oglethorpe's 9/11? Yeah, didn't it burn down? Is that what happened? It did. They're like a fire started in the Golden Corral and it burned to the ground and it was like breaking news for a month and everyone was just like, "Do you hear about the Golden Corral? Like, what are we gonna do?" Bro, I love Fort Oglethorpe. Fort Oglethorpe—that's such inside baseball, but it's so. Such yeah, a I mean, funny that's, place that's to where be. we came from. It, 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 what I love about Fort Oglethorpe is that it's just one road. Yeah, no, it's just whatever the Battlefield Parkway. Yep, right, Battlefield Parkway and then Rossville Boulevard. Right. Yeah, and I and, once, I once saw a police so coming down, going towards the interstate 75 going down that way from like Flintstone over mm -hmm. places 136 going down. I saw a police officer, like a group of police officers uh, get shot at by a man with a rifle uh, in the woods. Yeah. And I saw them rush in with guns and shit. Oh, and it was man. crazy. And then I went and ate uh, Soho Hibachi right there in Fort O, which I don't nice. know if you've ever been there, but it's like $7 for like a plate this big. Uh, what, what is it called? Soho, Tabachi. Is that, was that the place that was by Zaxby's? It's, it's kind of, no, it's, that's uh, Fuji. No, no, no. Uh, Soho is right next to the Sherwin-Williams across the street from the movie theater. Oh, yeah, that, that dinky little strip mall that, like, Legitimately just... such a sketchy little restaurant, but the food, that, extraordinary. That entire strip mall was, like, just sketchy as fuck. It's, like, because the only recognizable store there was the paint store. And then it's yeah. like, you don't even want to go there because the rest of the places are, like, just money laundering schemes. Yeah. 
there was one there used to there was the used game store um in that strip mall for like like a couple years when i was a kid it was called game source i think and uh i remember that yeah we we bought I bought a couple games there. It, it was right when we, when my family first got a GameCube, and I and I just got a Game Boy Advance, and uh, they had games for like five dollars or ten dollars. And and to, to me, I don't know what it was, but like five dollars was like magical when I was a kid. I I it just felt like, because I knew it wasn't that much money, but it it, it was more than like a dollar. It was like if I had five dollars, I I could do something. I could I could get something nice for myself. Well, you still can. You can buy a nickel bag. Buy a pack of cigarettes. Uh, uh buy... in, in in Fort Oglethorpe. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you, can get a, you can still get Marlboro uh, Marlboro Reds for four dollars and twenty cents. And, Damn. In uh, in Fort Oglethorpe. I I'm just gonna chain smoke for a week while I'm there. No, see, I just started back smoking, and now I have to quit. Oh, really? So I, yeah, it's really bad, so yeah. I have to quit. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I need to quit before I go to Tennessee, because I know the cigarettes are so cheap there that it'll just, like... Yeah, it's going to be, like... <laughs> it'll just continue the presence, so I have to I have to quit. I got money right now, too. I'm going to buy, like, five cartons of cigarettes and put them Yeah, you just, buy a, you just buy a carton of Camel Turkish Royals for, like, $30. Yeah. yeah. Which, honestly, you could just sell those on the street in New York. Uh, yeah, for real. That should be my new job, is just selling yeah. contraband cigarettes here. They, yeah. um... Yeah, I should, I should just import them from China. Because, uh, people... I haven't seen it in a while, but people totally do that here. Um, I remember, like, buying... There was a Chinese lady who was just had, it was one of those cloth, it was like a burlap sack that's on like a metal frame with wheels. Have, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So she had one of those just like, I'm assuming, filled with packs of cigarettes. And she said, and she was saying, Marlboro, $5. And, and I was like, those are not Marlboros. And, uh, I'm sure they're fine. And um, they're not gonna do anything worse to you than they already would. And that's the thing. I looked them up on one of those uh, cigarette uh, YouTube channels that you and Philip love so much. Oh yeah. And uh, and apparently, like, and, and the person reviewing them was like, "Well, the taste is actually quite similar." Uh, uh, I I I would venture as far as to say that uh, uh, someone who is not as familiar uh, with the tastes of these cigarettes might be fooled by it. And I'm like, well, shit. China's I got... love that people are like, oh, the taste of cigarettes. And I'm like, the only taste you can tell is menthol or not menthol. It all right. boils down to the same general thing. And Why are you talking about that? It's like, what is the... Because they add flavor. They, like, add shit to make it taste different. And I'm like, what are the flavors? It's not... It's not... Because it's not, like, blueberry... It's not like fucking, you know, like, uh, you know, chocolate. Well, no, that's illegal they, I mean, because that would be marketing to children, so they can't do that. Right, right, right. You can't have unicorn puke or uh, like uh, nerds rope flavored. Shit you can in vape juice though. You can get you can get nerds rope vape juice probably. Oh, I thought you couldn't get. Wait, can you get vape? Is it Jewel Pods or Vape Juice that they like? No, yeah, Jewel Pods they like clamp down on and said you couldn't right. do that. Right, there's but, only but two types of juice. Jewel Pods now. It's either regular or menthol. Menthol, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Because you used uh, to be able to get like 
mint flavored or honey flavored it, like jewel would you had yeah, you some get mango flavored mango oh, yeah. uh, mango mint or, or whatever. cherry or strawberry those were good yeah no you could get um but you can get any kind of vape juice flavor they don't yeah, really but then you got it but then again you have to be like it's embarrassing to be like an adult with like your vape rig you know like like no, no i mean no disrespect to any that. any adult that has it's like embarrassing, a vape rig, but he does but it. it it right it is just embarrassing to be an adult who's like yes i have like so so i've got my so i've got my box i've got my combustion box and then i've got this piece and it's like how many modules are there attached to the vape 27 thing? at least right exactly i just think it's embarrassing because the amount of maintenance you have to do one of those things to make it work right you gotta, like clean the thing and then you gotta like you gotta like clean the little like uh the the coil and then put cotton in the coil and you have all these customizable things and it's like why are you so into this and like, it's the one thing you need to do is ingest nicotine to make sure you don't like have a nervous breakdown that's why you're doing that so right but then, like it's a big deal. then it becomes like a bonsai tree where you're you're supposed to be like zen i guess like the maintenance of your of your vape thing is like zen in the art of vape cartridge <laughs> zen in the art of vape juice <laughs> all right that's the we got this the name for this episode <laughs> yeah oh, no man. it's like uh yeah you know i don't know I, I do look forward to going back to Chattanooga, though. I'm excited. Yeah, same here. I think it'll be fun. Um, one, once again, I'm just kind of... Every time I go back, I feel like it, it's... Uh, there are things that I'm trying to avoid doing as well as things that I'm trying to, to do. What are you trying to avoid doing this time? Uh, seeing people. Uh, yeah. just Just seeing anyone I want to... I want to spend I want to speak spend the week at my parents' house and not do anything. Like I feel that sit in a room with the lights off. Uh play binding of Isaac and I don't know what I'm going to do about uh about weed cuz cuz I was just saying that like I was joking that I might chain smoke while I'm down there, but I might end up doing that just because I can't smoke weed. I don't know where to get weed. You taking a plane or a bus? Taking a plane, so not gonna be able to. Oh uh, yeah, that would make that would raise take an anything issue. with me or take anything back. Unless I, you know, appeal. Well, then, <laughs> I mean, the only time I've ever, I mean, what like if... legitimately, the only time I've ever seen sniffer dogs is in Dallas. No, no, it was like a border city. Well, I you don't even. It was. I don't think. I don't know if you need a sniffer dog. I think the X-ray thing will just like show you where it is well yeah but that's your own personal right to have things up your ass so i mean that's oh yeah okay. that's true i i also hey, thought no, about... no 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 that's a bag of freedom up my ass <laughs> that's the <laughs> excuse me sir it looks like there's a ziploc bag yep it's full of freedom <laughs> that's that's all my that is, rights that is, that's that all is my rights in that bag. freedom up my ass sir uh you can you can remove your hand anywhere near me uh that is an ounce of freedom what if I, um, I was thinking, what if instead of shoving it up my ass, I shoved it up my urethra? <laughs> so it's even harder to get out? Like, for you or the oh, other Oh, no, don't even think about that. Just think about, like, oh, yeah, well, I guess, yeah, it would be, like, <laughs> like, all right, all right, Randon, we know the drugs are up your urethra. It's like, all right, go get them. 
<laughs> Go get them. It's a fun time for you and a bad time for me. <laughs> Wait, no, I, it won't be a bad time for me. I love it. Yeah, I just love sounding. That's yeah, my get, favorite thing. Get on to that shit. You ever, I ever tell you about the story about the Newsboys uh, guy who was into sounding? The Newsboys? Yeah, you know the Newsboys, like the Christian band? That, the Christian band, not the... Wait. Yeah, the the the, the guy from the newsboys news would walk around with a big pin up his dick. Um, uh, walk around the tour bus like when all the bands were on tour, and he'd be like, "Look," and he'd like show you, and it'd be like a big pin Actually, up his you know, dick. How do you always have the dirt on like bands? Because you always uh, know. Because I know stuff. enough people that work in show, like either that's stage right, hand right. industry or like uh, book shows. Do you remember? You remember that band Dads, right? Yeah. Okay. I love Dads. I had a Dads T-shirt. Uh, yeah, same here. I went to see them in Birmingham. Um, I'm so bummed I didn't do that. I can't believe I never saw Dads. I got to see, uh, I ran into uh, the drummer outside and, and shook his hand and told him. Yeah, John, he writes, uh, he writes weird erotica. Yeah, that's what I was, I was that's what I was getting to. That, uh, yeah, you said, I remember you telling me when I was like 18 or 19, because it was, I, I think that was already when Dad's was, like, over, you know? Yeah, they released that one album with, like, the, the girl's face on it, and it just sucked. That um, album sucked so bad. Right, and, and it was kind of their, like, major, like, first major album, because their first album was really, like, lo-fi, um, and, and like, it, it, it's great, and, and the songs are awesome. Uh, but, yeah, that, that album was pretty disappointing. It felt... Because, uh, yeah, the production felt really slick and sanitized, and it had the spirit of, of them, but... Well, and then the, the, none of the, the drummer, the vocalist was like, oh, I'm going to sing really high and, like, stretch my voice out right, and right. way too much. Never hit, P, like, never hit the key that I'm he supposed to be on. A, he, he just wasn't, like, a trained vocalist. It, that wasn't his thing. Even untrained, he was just bad. He was yeah. just bad at that. He knew he, he could have stuck to what he did on American Radass and just kept it. Yeah, for did. real. Like, I, I feel like they just wanted to... I, I remember when that record came out, it was like, oh, this is their coming-of-age record. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think they've had, like, enough of a career to have, like, a coming-of-age record. You know, they're not, they're not yeah, Vampire yeah. Weekend, you know? They're... <laughs> No, I I was really sad because I what yeah he was a he was a creep, because uh, I guess he wrote, yeah like, you said he wrote about like like just like violence against women and and like rape and stuff right yeah something like that or it was just like it was about like like super dominance based stuff about like against women and I mean you know I guess like have whatever you're gonna have but it, at the very least. It's ex extremely awkward that they came out and then right at, absolutely at, yeah so and it ruined their career single-handedly yeah uh, I it was weird though because i remember you telling me that and and even then i was like how does you always know this stuff and uh and and i tried to look it up and i had a hard time finding it um and but then and then i i think it was john i think he got cancer and then they were like, okay, dad's is over. And then that was almost like, it seemed like a convenient way. I mean, not, I mean, I'm sure the cancer had something to do with it. Oh, with, yeah. With the end of their career. But, but I'm sure that was, uh, that was kind of an easy out after the, after the smut that, that he was writing. Yeah. Did you, know, you also, cancer, always the easy out. Did you also tell me that, uh, the guy from Joyce Manor 
that the reason he had like like completely black arms was because he used to have Nazi tattoos. Okay, so that's a rumor that I heard from somebody. I don't know if that's true. I looked that I up, and, it, I, and I I never found anything on it. Either. I heard it via a guy who knew a guy who toured with Joyce Manor, and that's how I found that out. And honestly, it's probably not true. That guy's such a fucking nerd. He yeah. Heard, I, I always think... It, I feel like anyone who had Nazi tattoos wouldn't tell people to stop stage diving. Um, so, like... You know, like, that to me is just, like, is the biggest uh, tell that it was probably just a big fucking black wow. sleeve tattoo that he did. They really sold out, huh? Joyce <laughs> Manor by telling people not to stage dive? That shit was so lame. <laughs> why, why are you telling people not to stage dive? It's so much fun. It is fun. Um, But people people do get hurt, though. I don't care. <laughs> That's right. I do not care. You can. I've gotten hurt so many times when either people landed yeah, on we've, me. Yeah, we've talked about this. Just yeah. how, yeah, that you really you need to sign a waiver when you go to hardcore shows or yeah, you should, <laughs> punk but shows. like, don't fucking tell people to be like. And then he was like, "You stupid American straight edge piece of shit," and it's like, bro, stop. You're 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 being so. You're being very California right now. And it's not necessary. No you gotta one be PC. You, you got to be, uh, yeah, you have to be accommodating to, uh, to all peoples, uh, yeah, including, I mean, including the squares um, who don't, who, who ain't with that stage diving business. Yeah, I mean, like, you're not going to stage dive to Constant Headache by Joyce Manor. That's like the, the song of a, a million teenagers' lives. I mean, know? I've stage, I've stage dove to that song a million times in my head. Yeah, exactly. That's the song you do it to. So just don't fucking tell me not to. I uh, remember I asked to play that song uh, when we were in staring contest. Yes. Yeah. Did we? Uh, no. no, we didn't end up doing it. It just didn't work for any of the for either of the sets we played. Yeah, we did a drive by truckers cover when you we you played. That's hey. We did angels in the fuselage. Yeah, yeah. And we did the uh, uh, come down to the river to pray. Yes. Acapella cover at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Oh man, what good times! I miss playing shows. I I miss, I miss playing I miss shows too. I wish I could have played more uh, with y'all, um, especially because that was that was just like a very it, that was like right before I like hit a peak in my life, and I was very much in a valley, um, and like not not feeling my best during that that period of time. Yeah, that was the era of eating lots of pizza, smoking cigarettes, and uh, yeah. and uh, sitting at the bridge when he's Brainerd. That's yep. a great time. Going to Man, that I park. miss that. I love that park. Didn't buy the I want to go back to that park. I'm going to be there for nine days, and I want to go back to that park just to hang out. Yeah, I wonder if I'll go there. I wonder what I'll do while I'm there. I'm, I'm just not planning at all. Just... We need to meet up for a uh, for like a uh an evening or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we do. I mean, I think we only have like one day of overlap. Yeah, well, um, what day do you leave? You leave the 18th, right? Right. Yeah, we could do something the 17th. Okay. Yeah, that would yeah, be great. We can like try to get breakfast or something cuz I know I'm trying to like uh I get all, I think I get to Atlanta on Friday at like 3 or 4 o'clock and then uh and then yeah. 
Hell yeah. We'll figure it out. Hell yeah. Go to, uh, should we go to that place on, uh, in East Ridge, that mom and pop diner kind of place with the buffet? Wally's? Yeah. I haven't been to Wally's in a long ass time, but they do have a good breakfast. Yeah, I only went there, I only went there once with you that one time. And, Did uh, we go to Wally's together? Yeah, we went to Wally's once. And what? I think I, I think I got like a tuna sandwich and you got the buffet. Damn. That's fun. And then and then we talked about you were saying how you wanted to like play the video of that congressman uh committing suicide um <laughs> like in the background of a of a rock show. <laughs> I still want to do that. That's has never changed. Yeah, at the time I was I was a little uh I was pushing back a little bit um cuz I was thinking just of all the traumatized people who might see it. And now I'm kind of like, "Eh, you know what? And that that would be pretty cool." <laughs> yeah, fucking uh what's his name? Uh the Joseph something? No, it's uh Ah, uh, man. Hold on. Because what does he say? He's like, this is what you want, right? This is what you fucking want. He pulls a gun out of a bag, and then he's like, I'm doing this for my family. Oh, wild. Like, Jesus. What's his name? Uh... Was it a congressman? No, he was like a local politician. Bud Dwyer. Bud Dwyer, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bud Dwyer, very famous image of him putting the gun to his uh, to mm. his mouth. Yeah. Dude, the thing that fucking trips me up. I mean, I've only seen it once. I think because I do. I need to see it again. Do I need to like watch it on repeat to, to for it to really sink in? I just remember like so much blood. Yeah, so there was a lot of blood. Fucking blood. Like I someone that just video. left the faucet on. I watched that video and then I recorded the version of uh, laundry that's on the staring contest. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, I need some inspiration. So I watched that video and then I, I put my phone down, picked up the guitar, pressed record, and wow. recorded it in one, in one take. Man, you, you got a lot of indie cred for that, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I gotta, I'm like... going to pick up all my recording equipment when I go to Chattanooga, so I'll actually be able to, number one, Ooh. do this podcast with better sound, wow. but number two, Hell yeah. try to record new music, which will be great. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, well, the my audio fidelity is going to remain the same. Well, that's good. But th- is, it, is it okay? It's fine. Okay. It's working. All right. Good. Yeah, why are you in a soundproof room right now? Like, why not? Uh, what? Why am I not in a soundproof room? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I am yeah, yeah. in a soundproof room. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All of these books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These aren't actually books. They're actually uh, they're book covers, but there's soundproof foam on the inside right, of each right, one of right, them. Right. Um, Don't you think that the paper would kind of defeat the purpose of the soundproofing? What the the the, the paper cover, the paper the would cover? defeat the um. Paper, yeah, because the sound, paper proof, like, sound, right? sound, sound has to hit the the uh, proofing mm-hmm. in order to like actually absorb it. So if you're putting in something in front of the proofing, you're actually creating something for the sound to bounce off of. Listen. So therefore, what you're doing is completely like I mean, it's moot at that point. It might let it might do this something, is but the actual system. special 
soundproofing foam, as well as special paper that right. the book covers are made out of. Right. Um, so, and the special paper is basically like it's kind of like invisible, but not but not invisible to the eye, in, invisible to sound. So it's like right. sound right. sound can go straight through it as if there were no kind of like barrier whatsoever. Right. Uh, hey, can we then... pause this real quick? I gotta, I gotta run to the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah, right go back. for it. Now is the segment of the show where Rain gets to talk shit on Dylan for being a beep beep poo poo head. <laughs> uh, one time Dylan told me when we were fourteen. That he was talking to a girl. Oh, yeah, that was that was silly. Oh my god, you would not believe the kind of shit we got up to back in the day. Watching Viva La Bam, uh, Blades of Glory, playing playing classic rock on our guitars. Beep, 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 beep. I was running down the road, and the news in my road. I got seven women on my mind. Take it easy, take it easy. Don't let the sound of your own feces make you stinky. Suck a dick every day, and everyone thinks you are gay. Just go to my house and suck my pee pee. Ooh, 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 ooh. Can you hear me? Yeah. So, no AirPods today. No, I pulled out my studio headphones. Actually, nice. I, I think I told you that I thought my headphone jack was broken on my laptop. Uh, yeah, I think you did mention that. It turns out it's not broken, but my computer, for some reason, auto-panned everything to the left. So I was hearing only one ear working. And I was like, why is this a thing? Right. But in all reality, everything actually was working. So, Which is good, because these are expensive studio headphones that I've had so it, for a long time. It auto-panned everything to the left? Yeah, did you have to? Did you have to go go into into my settings settings? and pan it back for some reason? That's really weird. Are you sure you you didn't? Are you sure you didn't get drunk and and go like, man, fuck, fuck, right channel, fuck, right audio channel. I've had enough of this shit. Only. No, yeah, I don't know what was happening there. It was a regular Sunday night. You drank a case of Paps Blue Ribbon. I would never do such a thing. If it was going to be a case of anything, it'd be a case of hams, which is a uh, a union made beer. Uh, and that's uh, right, you union know, man. Because that's praxis. You it's good understand. praxis. Oh, a... this leads me into something okay, go ahead. that really pissed me off. <laughs> because I'm doing the I'm doing this sitting right. So I get here, and the the second day of the sitting, I'm off like doing something else. I'm not here. But I get a call from my boss, and uh, and they were like, um, "Hey, do you have a second to talk?" And I'm like, "Oh," because like whenever 
they say something like that, it's like, I'm in trouble, you know? Like, oh, I'm in trouble. Like, I'm an, I'm an adult, and I get, like, heart palpitations when I'm in trouble. No, I, I, yeah, I'm the same way. Fucking hate it. Because my job's in jeopardy. Like, that's my income, you know? Uh, so And so she's like, so, um, when you're... <coughs> the, the, the super of the building called me, or, like, got to my boss somehow, and said that, like, I need to, like, be more, like, courteous or more aware of, like, my weed-smoking habits uh, while I'm here because they have a backyard here, and I was smoking weed in the backyard outdoors, and uh, either the super saw me and then called my boss or told the client and then the client told my boss or another tenant in the building complained to the super and then the super went through some avenues but i was just so because like first i was scared because i'm like my boss is like confronting me about smoking weed on the job which is i mean i'm doing a sitting it's not like i was you know going out for a walk or something, uh, like, out in public. I was, like, at the house, you know? Um, and, and, but then I'm, like, what, what avenues did, why did this reach my boss before it reached me? Like, why couldn't someone, why couldn't someone have, like, approached me first instead of, like, going around and, like, making sure my boss knows about it. I just thought that was really fucking weird that like what did your boss say? Um they they just said like I don't care if you smoke weed. They just said that like someone that there's like another tenant in the building who has a baby. Fuck that baby. Who cares? Yeah, and I, and I was like okay, well let me let, let me see the baby and then blow smoke right in the baby's face. I don't give a fuck. Like what? Like because you're complaining about first of all, gas that baby up. First of all, it's legal here now, so like, uh, I can do any legal thing that I want without anyone like, uh, haranguing me about it. Um, and, and but like, you you basically just uh, like the equivalent of me having a beer. You like told you tattled to my boss about you know like. And the fact that the that there's like the super of a building involved with this, I'm just like, where's your class solidarity, dude? Like you work for a landlord. I like, why are you calling? Why 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 are you make? Why are you trying to get me in trouble with my boss and get me in trouble with my job? Like, don't fuck with my income. This is my livelihood, dude. It's just so like, felt violated. I felt disgusted. Yeah, that's weird. I wouldn't do that. It was, it was it was weird as shit. I'm just like, am I being watched? Like, what? Like, what is going on? We had this. Uh, we had this. So last week, uh, we had an apprentice uh, quit, which you're not allowed to do as an apprentice, but he did it anyway. Um, you're, you have a contractual because, obligation not to quit. Well, yeah, you're not allowed to get. Uh, you can't quit. If you're an apprentice, so sure. if you're on a job as an apprentice, you have to get laid off. You can't. I mean, you might be able to get fired. I'm not really sure what the legality is of that, but so you I, can't just quit. So, 
What what if you don't want to do the job anymore? <laughs> they just make you do it. Doesn't matter. You sign a contract. Right. So right. until you're a journeyman, I mean, until you get, you know, yeah, get your five so, years in, you, you just don't have a choice. So I guess the question is, how do you get out of that contract? Is there any way to get out of that contract? Oh, there's a lot of gray area. I mean, you definitely, apprentices have quit before and not gotten kicked out of the program. But the rule is, is that you technically have to go in front of the examining board and all this kind of stuff. Right. But anyway, this apprentice, he just, he got fed up and the uh, the journeyman was, the foreman was kind of yelling at him and screaming at him down. and stuff. He just said, Journey was like, either you get the fuck out or you get to work. And he was like, oh, am I getting the fuck out? Then he just left. Oh, Which is a bummer, because okay. he left me by myself. And uh, Yeah, that is... Uh, yeah, deep. and it was it was the next day. Uh, it was the test day when the inspector was there. And we worked 14 hours that day. Hmm. Um, it was it was just a god-awful amount of time. But... Uh, you get overtime for that. Yeah, after 10, you get double time. So we worked 10, oh, so two yeah. hours... So after eight, it's time and a half. So we worked eight hours and then two hours of time and a half and then three and a half hours of double time. This, so that was a very I'm going to be day. honest with you. This is be, this is one of my favorite parts of, of the show is where you talk about your job, like being a part of the union. Because it's so like, it's so fascinating to me because it's like, because, you know, we were joking about it being Praxis, but it's like, yeah, it's fucking fucking practice yeah. this is i just the work. bought a I, I just bought uh mal's on contradiction and on revolution and i'm gonna be uh yeah i saw that, that on your soon. your insta store who who wrote that mal mal's a dog what oh wait i maybe it was someone slavoj zizek uh Zizek. he did yeah. the introduction he did the introduction oh okay and he did okay. some notes he, did, he didn't write it, it it's no no no, no work with the introduction introduction zizek. and like commentary by zizek but Dude, uh, these uh these new wave commies, these new wave internet commies love Mal. Uh, I think because yeah, I think they're they, fake. <laughs> they don't realize what Mal is about. I, I think, Mal is so scary. I think it's I think it's literally like they just associate Mal with like a landlord abolition or like landlord murder, and then it's and then it's it's almost like a single uh single issue voter almost and it's like oh yeah. mal hates landlords so i guess i'm a maoist <laughs> well and it's like oh i work at starbucks and i'm a maoist and i have a twitter and i'm like okay so do you know that <laughs> mal like do you know that mal would put you on the list of first to go do you realize that like you realize that like also i mean like love him or hate him i don't have an opinion on mal uh you know it is what it is it's one thing to be like i'm a i'm a marxist like i can say that i'm a marxist yeah i i pretty much a marxist i believe sure. in all the shit that marx said you know it's another thing to be like i'm a leninist like i'm a marxist leninist that's fine but then you're like i'm a maoist and you're like okay do you realize the gravity of what you just said right because mao number one he might have some good ideas but he's got a shit ton of blood on his hands yeah, you, gotta, it, you can't just willy nilly say that shit. Once it once it gets to like uh, violent upheaval and like armed removal of like things that you don't like, it gets a little like. Yeah, what is oh, his man, quote? It's like Mal uh, is it communism is not a tool for peace. Communism is a hammer in which to crush your enemies. Hey, look at that. The, I mean, it's you know, the hammer. <laughs> I mean, and it's the hammer I mean, from the thing. I I I mean he he wrote some interesting stuff so I'm gonna read it but it's like um, sure I mean any any like theorist 
I, I don't think you can just blanket write off everything like they ever wrote or ever said. Like, I'm sure you can, like, pick and choose some, like, useful philosophy oh, yeah. from any number of, like, very controversial, like, agreed, like, negative evil figures. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Stalin and Mao both have a lot of, like, good points to say about Marxism and sure. stuff like that and communism and, and socialism and how to get there. And it's just like, uh, that's what I realized when I left San Francisco is like, I was just like, oh, wow, like, I really am just nothing but a vulgar Marxist. Like, I don't, I don't fuck with this shit. I don't fuck with all this, this, this bullshit. I'm not going to give in to any of this neoliberal garbage. Uh, this is all awful. And it's, it makes me upset. It makes me sad. And uh, at this point, I only care about class struggle. So... I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. I'm a single-issue guy. Kind of where I am as well. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trucking along, you know? Like, I, because I do, I've always had, like, this feeling of, like, because part of it's, like, ADHD and, like, just needing, needing something to do, you know? But, like, just in a political sense, I've always been, like, what can I do, like, to further the cause or, or whatever? Like, even before I was, like, an avowed, like, leftist or whatever, um, that I've always been, like, what can I do to be, like, politically active, like, or, like, spread some kind of political message? And, and now I just don't, I, uh, and I still have that to a degree. It's just, like, not, not burning super hot right now. It's just yeah. kind of, like, at a maintenance level right now so it's still it's still underneath and and it's like all i need is like it's it's like i got a little big lighter you know and i just feel like i need uh like a, a can of hairspray could enter the equation at any moment you know yeah and, and yeah. just spread like wildfire yeah no that's exactly kind of where i'm at it's just like you know i just at the end of the day um it's really fun to be like all up on your shit about like theory or whatever and all that right, kind of stuff. Right. But if you're not doing the physical work, who gives a fuck? It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, and, and there's only so much physical work you can actually do because you have to like be in the cycle of because we live in like a capitalist society, so you have to partake in like the system, you know, you have to pay your right. rent, you have to you have to pay money for food, you have to like you have to pay for insurance and all that shit. Um, and so then it's like, with the time you have left, you can you can do some work, but then you can't dedicate like every like waking moment to doing the work. So it's like, yeah, it, it, it almost, no, it doesn't feel nihilistic. It just, it, it's just kind of like, eh, kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. Um, no, it does. That that like there's all these systems in place that I like have to partake in, otherwise I will no longer like be allowed to live, basically. Um, and it just takes up so much of your time and so yeah. much of your energy. Um and, and you know, to to the point where it's like, okay, this feels uh this feels like it's by design. You know, this feels like I like I I'm not supposed to have any more time or energy to try and and you know do something radical. Uh, yeah, 
and and maybe it is maybe it isn't maybe i'm just uh maybe i'm thinking conspiratorially but you know what i think i may be right on the precipice of my conspiracy arc i think it, it i think it might be my conspiracy era about to begin you gotta start listening to true enough uh yeah i can get back into that first I 10 to, episodes I listen to uh what's that the first 10 episodes really heavy jeffrey epstein conspiracy line and stuff i've listened to like the first three or four episodes so maybe i could finish up with i, I, I had to stop listening to that because it's just a gate i got too right because up. it's like it's like crack <laughs> it's the glass yeah. dick of podcasts yeah it is it uh, really is no, I did listen to, there's like a four hour, um, once again, I'm mentioning Hometown uh, on this podcast, uh, but there's a four hour compilation someone made on YouTube of uh, Nick Mullen uh, just talking about Hollywood pedophile conspiracies. <laughs> and, it's, and it's so great. It's just great. Uh, yeah, there's, there's one where he's like just coming off like a coke bender. And he's like, yeah, I was like up all night doing research and like reading blind items about Hollywood pedophile rings. And I'm just like, dude, I don't know if that's God's work or whose work that is, but yeah, it's somebody's work. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, we'll see. You know, yeah. it is what it is. I think I'm about to, I, I gotta, I gotta get out of the house as well. I gotta start going out to like open mics and, and like social things because I, I really am just like fucking crippled socially. yeah new york is uh new york is open COVID is over get out of the side of the house yeah and uh merry christmas COVID is over if you want it to be no, right John it's over if you want um but but yeah i mean i guess i'm just gonna be you know i got my podcast uh mo most people are like usually like shitty comics before they start a shitty podcast but so I guess I'm doing it a little out of order, but I guess I'm gonna be like a shitty New York alt comic and have my podcast, and you know that'll be my life. Um, That's fine. I, yeah, I'm I'm really fine with it. Um, yeah, like I have I have my health, I have some money. I'm not in like I'm not physically debilitated in any way. I get to be like I get to express my gender identity how I want now. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. I mean, life, life still fucking sucks, but, you know, it's okay. No, yeah. I'm about to get back on antidepressants. Uh, I have an appointment Wednesday, so hopefully that goes well. Oh, nice. Well, I good luck to you. I hope I hope that's good for you. Have you have you done that before? Yeah, I've been on... I was on Wellbutrin for a long time. Oh, Wellbutrin. Okay, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, I liked Wellbutrin a lot. Yeah, it's, like, it's not an SSRI, right? It's like an MAOI or something like that? It's like an MAOI, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. It works as an ADHD medicine too, as like mm -hmm. a low grade stimulant. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I wondered if, because uh, I've just never, I've never like sampled any like, uh, like antidepressants or anything like that. I just when I five years ago when I went to urgent care and I was like, I'm like, I'm having panic attacks all the time. Like I can't function. I need to get on antidepressants, like or something. My friends on Paxil, give me Paxil. And they're like, okay, and I just, I just, it worked. I stayed on that, and I never tried anything else. Um, because I, I just don't want to like. Uh, yeah, I mean, for a while I was just treating it like a band aid. Uh, because you know there's other things going on, like, 
like, hey, gender dysphoria. So yeah, getting on hormones and getting that figured out. But um, also I'm on a lower dose now, so that feels a little better. That's uh, good. But yeah, maybe eventually I'll I'll like I'll go to a yeah, psychiatrist. Yeah, go to a psychiatrist. And, yeah, and and like uh, you know, maybe try Selecta or Lexapro or Prozac. You know, uh, Zoloft. Try one of those other one of those other fancy uh, fancy uh, happy pills. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, 10, 10 milligrams of Paxil, that'll, that'll do me. That'll do me just fine. Yeah, I mean, I still get uh, still get a little panicky, but I can I can steer the ship, you know. Hey, that's weather okay, the baby. Storm. You, you get a little panicky, it's all right. You know what I mean? This, yeah. this is Mama June uh, here at the restaurant, and I just want to say I'm not. Uh, I, I want you to be happy, but if you're not going to be happy, then I need you to leave my, my restaurant because... Uh, I just can't have you to be uh, unhappy here. Uh, it ruins ruins it for everybody else, honey, and that's just how it is. So Never, I need uh, you to wow. quit. It, it's uh, it's very cool of you uh, to be the owner of the restaurant and just you know kind of walk around the dining area. Well, and, uh, they said on the internet, gatekeep, girl <laughs> boss. Uh, one one other word that I can't remember. Gaslight. But I said, yeah. And what I'm doing is I'm saying you don't have problems. You're not actually sad. So gaslight, gatekeep okay. is that if you don't get out of my restaurant right now, I will call police. And then girl bosses because I'm a woman and a boss at the same time. You see that? Wow. So that's three right there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Three. I mean, we're I still that on the internet. We're my still working on Instagram. our pork chop. Uh, yeah, but... I have to. I have to control my son's Instagram because he uh, he he won't look at nothing but but these cartoons of of women, but. They have fur on them, and they're, uh, they're not get not dressed for God's house. If yeah, my sense. yeah, my son so, looks at some of those too. Uh, yeah, we're, well, we're, I told my little, son if he ever does that again, I'll chop thing. off his little wiener and uh, and just have that at the end of it, and he'll be all oh, right. Wow! But, but he said he weren't going to stop, so we'll see. But uh, I look at his Instagram on my phone. He has it on my phone now. He's twelve, so uh, he's twelve, and you're. You're you're telling him no porn or I'll chop your dick off. That's uh Well not not porn. God's porn is fine. You know, a woman God's and porn. a man or uh even you know, it, nowadays even two women. But uh if it's two men or if the women are covered in fur, uh or or cartoons from from the Orient, then uh then by by God I just can't I can't conscience that. And you know, my husband, he's uh He's not here with us anymore. He he died oh, of, uh, of uh of oxycotton overdose. Uh, oh, wow. he he, that he said right epidemic. before he, he said right get, before yeah. he took it, he said, Well, this is the last shift I work at this goddamn restaurant and he, he... <laughs> NC. <laughs> what was that lady's name? Judy? Joy? Mama June. Mama uh, June, so, okay. Yeah. It's something I'm really perfecting. My favorite one that I've got her saying is, I'm not racist, but I just don't like black people. Uh, it's not that I'm <laughs> racist, though. It, it has nothing to do with racism. I just don't like black people. There was a guy, when I worked at uh, Food City, there was a guy who, like, we were, some, someone, I was talking to my coworkers, and someone said something Mexican, like something, something Mexican. And they were like, oh, Austin doesn't like Mexicans. 
and and everyone's just like oh yeah 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 and like it was a known thing that this one guy didn't like this one and i was like so you don't like mexicans huh and he's like yeah i'm cool with everybody else but mexicans i just don't like <laughs> it's so and i'm just like oh, one so weird. one to refer to like mexicans and then like and then everybody else as in like yeah. other races <laughs> or ethnicities and then also to go just to like soft try to soften the blow of like i'm cool with everyone else like if you're no, black yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're black indian asian i'm cool with that but if you're mexican can't do it like like it's fine if you just have one like ethnic group that you don't like for some yeah, arbitrary it's reason. It's like uh, you know, it's like racism, but very narrow. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Which is which is where how most other places do racism. Uh, yeah. actually, yeah. America, America is. Uh, we have a, we have a particular brand of racism. Very very potent. All right. Oh, well, well, anyway. Yeah, I think that'll be the end that of this time. One. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a, it was a good show, lad. Hell of a time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I, I didn't know if I was gonna give anything uh suitable for the airwaves. So. Did you um, end the recording? Is the recording it over? No, still talking, still running. Oh shit! Well, cut that shit off. All right, I'm going. All right, I'm.